Hey everybody, welcome back to episode number two of Off the Hosel. My name's Drew and I'm your host. Uh, I hope everyone enjoyed the test run of my first podcast uh, we launched last week featuring Noah Kozak. If you haven't heard it yet, go check it out. It's on our Twitter page, on Spotify, and on Anchor. Uh, if you have questions, comments, or other guests you want to see on the pod, you know what, just comment on Twitter, um, fire it my way, and we, we can definitely see what, what we can do. Um, moving forward, I, I was on, <laughs> I on the phone last night with my brother, and we talked about some things that he liked, disliked. Like he liked the paw, which is awesome. Pump my tires. Maybe he's a little biased because he's my brother, but um, you know he talked about let people know who you are, and and I thought about it. I was like, ah, you know what? Maybe you're right. So uh, here it is. Uh, my name's Drew. I'm I'm from Regina. Um, I'm an avid golfer, competitive golfer. Uh, I'm a full-time coach in the winters and nine months of the year, whatever it is, and I scout all winter. Um, really big into hockey in the winter times, and, and then obviously in the summer, it, it's all golf. So definitely can't complain with that lifestyle so far by any means. Um, yeah, and that's kind of what I'm all about. I mean, I've, I definitely want to be the best competitive golfer I can be and move on and play at the national level for national golf or or um, whatever it is, make a, make a golf SAS provincial team. Um, but right now, I mean, I'm happy what I'm doing. If I, if I can have a good year this year, great. If not, I'm still going to have fun playing golf every day. Um, thanks to my brother for uh, uh, plugging that a little bit there. So uh, moving forward, though, um, today we'll have on uh, guest Mark Sweeney from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Uh, he just finished his senior year at University of South Carolina. Uh, you know what? This guy's a beauty. He, uh, I, I've had a, uh, I've been grateful to have the, a lot of great times with him uh, on the golf course, off the course. Um, what a kid! Uh, tons of good stories. Um, you know, he's a hell of a golfer. Pumps the ball. I swear he never misses a fairway. Um, so let's check out that interview now, and uh, we'll head over to Mark. Off the Hosel is proud to announce that we have our first sponsorship of the show. And that is Timberstone Distribution. Check out what they have to offer. They offer stone, brick, siding, stucco, landscaping, and fireplaces. Be sure to contact them for all your needs. Their email is info at tsdstone.ca. Coach. Hey, bud. Thanks for joining uh, Off the Hosel. How are you? Hey, Drew. Thanks for having me on, man. I'm doing well. Um, so, I mean, you're driving right now. You're, you're down in South Carolina. Yes, sir. Just uh, dropped my friend off at the airport. Another beautiful day in Bluffton, South Carolina. Yes, sir. Right on, right on, man. So, like, uh, I just, I mean, just some questions I, I wanted to ask. I mean, uh, I mean, I know it's your last year of senior golf. Uh, you just finished up. I mean, um, how are things? I mean, and how was the senior year of golf for you? Yeah, things are things are well right now. Just. Uh working on the game a little bit uh the senior year this year was a little bit uh a little bit disappointing we uh we didn't quite accomplish as much as we uh we would have liked to this year um the team was a little short staffed we uh we only had seven players in the team this year we had a good good core five but uh not not too much depth um, we just actually recently we hired a new coach at the start of the year, so that took a little bit getting used to. So the senior season, it was uh, it was fun. Don't get me wrong, but we uh, we left a little bit on the table. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> uh, so I, I mean, 
when you look back from year one to year four, uh, what are some of the big adjustments that you had to face and overcome? I mean, like I know coming from Sask and, and going down there, and, and like, like, what's your mentality from years one to year four? Well, we'll start. We'll start kind of year one. So year one, I wasn't uh, honestly. I had no idea what to expect from small town Saskatoon, coming and playing against all these guys, and you know, down here in in the south. But um, year one, it was it was kind of a little bit of a a culture shock, I guess. Well, not even really. The people down here are actually really cool, super chill. Uh, Golf wise, the courses were like I was stunned it's like nothing that I've ever seen before so that was awesome kind of just the the off factor of of being in the low country and seeing you know things that I've never got to see before or experience so there was definitely a little bit of a a wow and a wow factor and a kind of a shock almost but year one you kind of just get your feet wet meet the guys uh, the golf is I mean golf is golf no matter really where you play but um Definitely getting used to the Bermuda, the old sticky, grainy Bermudas. Not the <laughs> not the most fun grass to hit chip shots off of. I found that out pretty fast. But uh, no, definitely year one was just kind of about getting the feet wet. Year two was really kind of when we started to started to click, started winning some events. Um, the team started gelling. We were pretty. We had a pretty solid team. And this kind of the same goes for year three. We kind of just kept it rolling. For me personally, my third year was probably the best year I had. Um, picked up a – or tied for first, I guess. I lost in a playoff, um, so I technically don't have a college win under my belt. It happens, man. I, I lose all time quite a few playoffs. times as a team. And, uh, yeah, that the third year was probably the peak. And the senior season year, it was, it was good, but school started to get hard. Like I said, we were pretty short-staffed. Um, our team – we were still – you know, we were still solid, but – we we're just kind of missing that depth. So, but all in all, I it was such a good experience. I was so spoiled for four years, and yeah, it's for gonna sure. be tough leaving this place, man. No kidding. Uh, how many Canadians do you have on your team, or or international players? Uh, as of this year, we had two. Okay, where are they from? Uh, myself and my roommate Jacob Thomas. He's from Edmonton. But in years past, we have had as many as I think we had. Five. Oh wow! So okay, it's uh, that's another thing too. My first year coming down, I you know I wasn't really too sure what to expect, but seeing a few faces that were that were coming from north of the border as well made it uh, a pretty seamless transition. It was uh, it was pretty easy knowing that you know you had some familiar faces from from back where you were from. For sure. So looking at, I mean, obviously that you play eight months of the year, nine months of the year down there. Like, give us, like, you you guys have a long season, and I have a short season, right? For us guys down here that don't go down south, like, how do you stay mentally focused uh, for a longer season with school and, and and with golf, and then coming home and it's just like, well, I didn't work at a golf course all summer and play golf. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. give us a rundown on kind of, like, what, what what's that all about? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, playing for, I don't know how long we play, like four months, four or five months in the fall. Like like you said, it is it is a long season. But, um, I don't know, you kind of you kind of just get used to it, to be honest. Like, for the first little while, it seems like a lot, but uh, you kind of just get used to it. And it's just like, oh, got to get up, go to school, come back, go to practice, come home, do homework, go to bed. It's kind of just like 
you kind of almost get into a routine of just always being busy and <laughs> it's really it, it takes a while to get used to but once you get used to it you're like well this is just like everyday life and then to be honest when you go back in the summertime like I do I don't I don't really take golf all that serious in the summertime uh you know my checklist is a six pack of beer speaker and a couple buddies and that's about all I need in the summertime you're not really shooting a score but so that's kind of when I realize that I'm bored and I don't really you know you're like well what are you supposed to do for this time of the day normally you're doing schoolwork or hitting balls or whatever so you kind of get used to it and and really when you realize that oh man I gotta go play golf and it's <laughs> December shoot and then it's like it you just kind of put it into reality and it's like wow this is so this I'm, is I'm gonna cut you life. off here no complaints so I'm gonna cut you off sorry so like you look at like um that you're doing school and golf like and and you said like you know what you wake up and you're going to the course you know like like do you treat it like like you're a pro because I mean I know if I'm like I'm at college like, I got school I got golf that's it like do you treat yeah. it like it's almost like you're a professional golfer at, at, at that point you know not really because you you look around and it's like huh, there's so many other things that you should probably be focused on rather than golf but you're just there playing golf anyway so it's like yeah it's not fair. not necessarily as a pro but i mean you, you definitely want to practice like like you're going to try to play pro like you you want to make sure that your game's sharp and um so yeah i mean not not really in terms of of preparing like a professional but you definitely you definitely want to make sure your game's sharp and try not to take any days off or else you're uh you're losing shots in the field most definitely. So I wanted to ask, um, who's your coach? And and give us a little rundown on what he's all about. What's his name? Um, you know, I, I, we had uh, we had Kozak on last week. And his coach, I found out, was a former, uh, I think, a Stanford quarterback. Like, I mean, like, I hope. Oh, uh, yeah, it's crazy. It blew my mind. But I was just, Jesus. I was wondering, like, who's your coach? And, and a little rundown on, on his story. And, yeah. Sure. So I'll start with my first coach, which was the one that recruited me. His name's Danny Allen. Um, Danny was a good dude. He uh, he was a big fan of the tough love. He um, he really he honestly was like he wanted us to win everything like so bad. If you shot shitty, he'd let you know. And like his idea of shitty was like you shoot seventy five on like a seventy four hundred yard golf court, like. He was like, if you're not shooting, like, under par rounds, even par rounds, is like, pack your shit and let's go. Like, <laughs> if you weren't first, you're last with Danny Allen. And you know what? He's like, intense, eh? Kind of, yeah, it kind of seemed like we were, at the time, it was like, man, this guy's being a dick. Like, he's, like, he doesn't get it. But in all seriousness, when we had Danny, that was, that was when we were at our best. Like, he would, you hit a bad shot, he would let you know. If you hit a good shot, he'd let you know. That's like, good, though. Was, but you need that, right? Exactly. Hundred percent. You know what? And that's another thing too. Coming like coming from a hockey background, like most kids do, like you know, you have a bad shift. Coach is gonna, you know, get your head out of your ass. And I do it all the time. Out. Just grill guys. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and they want to let them know, like if you know, when they're playing like a bag of shit, you let them know. But when they're playing good, you let them know. So that was kind of like Danny, and you know, we had some really good times with Danny. We had a couple tough times with Danny, but all in all, he was like kind of reminded me of like a hockey coach in all seriousness he was he was a pretty intense guy and 
That's awesome. You know, a couple guys in the team, yeah, a couple guys in the team had a kind of a tough time with them just because they've never been pushed, told that you got to get your head out of your ass, whatever. But um, I don't know. I liked him. We had a lot of success with him, um, and I wish him all the best. He was he was a good player too. He played in a couple of U.S. Ams, and so he under, he understands what it takes. And who is your current coach this year? Our current coach this year, his name is Brian Bessinger. Um, he just came in from, it was a school down in Florida called Weber. They, uh, so he came in, he's, he's a South Carolina boy. He's from Aiken, South Carolina. And uh, he has a total 360 or 180, I guess, approach than Danny did. Um, oh, wow. He's kind of more of a, it's okay, like, hit it okay whatever like he's he's not really an intense guy he's more of like a keep it positive and everything's okay and yada yada he's kind of just like a i wouldn't say like a cheerleader but like he, he's just like he's not as intense you know he's not do you find that tough though man kick. like no that, he won't kick i mean sorry, cut you sorry off. Go ahead. i mean i look at it as like i know like i've learned my last four years coaching like i used to be like Yada yada yada. I'd give a guy shit, and then like, yeah. hey man, like, I was just trying to help you out. I mean, exactly. like, I feel like yeah. that's tough, and I've learned now. And now it's like, hey, you got to be better each shift, and so on. Yep. And then I don't care because if I don't push him and hold hold him to a certain standard of accountability, he's gonna walk all over me. And exactly. like, do you find that hard going from Danny uh, to this guy now? And he, this, the Danny's super hard, and he's like, hey, you got to be better every night. And, and then you go to this guy, it's like, hey, everything's fine. Like, I mean, do you find that hard? You know, it was – I don't really find it difficult, but I think um, the guys like the guys on the team, you know, that were coached by Danny in the previous year, we – or previous years, excuse me. Like, you know, at the time we didn't really know. Like, we were kind of thinking, well, now that Danny's gone, like, I wonder what's going to happen, like, you know, whatever with this coach. And then this guy comes in and – it's kind of just like, well, we play a really shitty round of golf, and it's just like, okay, guys, that's okay. We'll get him tomorrow. And we're just kind of ah, like, what? That's tough. And so the new guys that came in on the team this year, they kind of got used to that. And like you said, like, just kind of, I wouldn't say, you know, I, I might say, like, kind of walked all over him. You know, like you said, you said it pretty well. So, I don't know. I think I think for the team to have success in, in the future years, uh, I think he might have to might have to change up his coaching style a little bit but then again that's you know I've never been a coach before so I can't I can't really speak to that I can only speak to you know what what worked for me in terms of learning and I think I'm more the type of person that you know you got to kick me in the ass or if I'm doing something wrong you let me know and so I sure I would agree with that but you as a coach you would know you know what motivates your players and I guess that's what makes a good coach and a bad coach right what how you understand what motivates your players to be better and you would, you know? Yeah, no, man, I totally understand it. Um, so I guess moving back to a little bit question we talked about earlier, um, what are some of the things you've learned from like, just like golfing down there and then coming back to Saskatchewan and it's Mark Sweeney, it's Drew, Drew and, and, and Ty Campbell were playing a group in my head. I'm going, well, I practiced for three weeks. I feel yeah. great. You're coming home going, you know, I mean, you're not being cocky, but, but you, you just know that you should be correct. I mean, like, 
do you feel that playing for four years down there for nine months of the year puts you way ahead of the game over me and the majority of the field that doesn't go down? You see that – I think that works almost kind of both ways because in terms of, say, me or Ty coming home for the summertime, when I come home for the summertime, like I said, like I just I – just You relax, yeah. I want to have – I want to have fun, you know, I want to hang out with the guys. And you know what, sure, I, I care a great deal about what I shoot, but, you know, if I go out there and have a shitty round of golf, like, I'm not going to go and be all upset about it. I'll probably just go have a beer with the guys and talk, like, you know, it's just like, it's not the end of the world. But, you know, back to that thinking, uh, you know, about what you touched on there, like you practicing for three weeks and us practicing for, you know, all Just the a time. pigeon, hey? <laughs> three weeks. Well, <laughs> You're pitching the whole 365 of the year. Let's be honest here. I love it. No, but, you know, you're almost kind of, you know, I remember, you know, back when I didn't get the luxury of playing all year round, you know, the snow melts and you can finally go see a ball fly outside and you just get like super horny to go hit balls. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, like, I kind of, I miss that. Like, I miss that. Like, you you can finally see the golf ball fly outside and then all you want to do is play golf, right? Yeah. So it's kind of, and then, you know, for us coming home, it's like, fuck, I just played for seven months. I'm kind of like, you're almost just kind of done. Right. So there's kind of like, there's kind of two ways to look at it. Like you're just starting the season. Like we're just ending and sure, you know, we might, our game might be in a little bit better form, but I think the mindset is a little bit different. If you know what I'm saying. No, for sure. And obviously, I was, of- I was just busting your balls. I mean, obviously, I know you're a hell of a player. I mean, I swear you've, <laughs> I swear you've never missed a fairway ever. I've golfed with you. So it um, makes me sick sometimes. Also, really happy to watch you hit the ball that well. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I mean, this is, I mean, a broad question, but you know what? We golf, you know, Saskatchewan. One day it's 35 and no wind, just perfect. And, yep. and then the next four days are wind, rain, like, like what's it like down there? And then having to translate your game down here. Like, I mean, that's gotta be tough. No. Yeah. You know, it's, I mean, golfing back home in Saskatchewan, you definitely, you definitely learn to play in, in all kinds of conditions. And, uh, you know, it's, it's nice coming down here. Cause to be honest, like for the past, I mean, it's what March 20th and for the past like week and a half, it's been like, 26 degrees little bit of wind it's just like i wouldn't say playing in a dome but it's probably <laughs> as close to get as playing in a dome as you're gonna find so wow i think definitely play yeah playing at home it's like it almost prepares you for for things that you're not really gonna expect like so you're not realistic at home and i remember last year or a couple years ago i think at nipple the first day it was like five degrees raining sideways yeah just blew my first tee shot right into the bush how are you there you go yep choke and then the next day it was like 21 not a breath of wind and just like a perfect day so i think i think playing golf at home definitely in all those conditions prepares you for for playing different like all around and down here it's like i said i'm the most spoiled brat ever playing just like mint conditions all the time <laughs> so it def it definitely prepares you for for events and and things no that's that definitely a good take yeah. for sure i mean uh yeah but hearing that i mean like yeah i don't know i mean what, what i was gonna ask you next was um that what event are you looking forward to playing the most down here i mean i mean obviously you say you come home and you chill out and and i mean obviously you want to play around and golf with me 
I mean, of course. <laughs> but uh, what is the event that you look you look most forward to playing this summer? For me personally, my favorite event of the year that I would hopefully never miss would be the Waskasu Lobster. Never played. I never played. Oh my god, bro! Are you serious? Never. Can't get in. It's always That's... always booked up. <laughs> Can't get in. <laughs> oh. Goodness. Well, get in this year, and I'm telling you, it's like I heard it's a great time. I mean, oh, dude, it's so fun. It's like it's a week long match play event. Uh, I'm good at match play. All the boys, <laughs> all the boys up there, and it's like that tournament is is really fun because sure, it's it is match play, um, and it's just it's a week long, so it's like you can kind of just go hang out at the lake for a week, play some golf, and it it's. It's just so much fun. All like there's a it's a big field, it's a good field. Lobstick always puts on a great show. So that that I think is my for sure. What sure when is that tournament? Do you know? Second, uh it's middle ish of June. Usually around right around the US Open. There it is, Father's folks. Day. Sign up for the lobstick, correct? Right? From Mark Sweeney. Lobstick? Yes, sir. I'm a yeah, I advocate for that. Wow, maybe you get a free ad out of that one for uh, the lobster. Yeah, I was say no free, no free ads. Okay, <laughs> uh, so now, like, my biggest, like, um, you know, I, I have yet to go. You know me, I've I missed it by a shot or two every year. Um, you know, oh, nationals. I'll still never, I'll never forget that round of golf we played a nip when my mom almost started crying for you. How about I, how about I left, I left and I was already on the way home. I did a phone, oh. phone, uh, phone call from a buddy, and he goes, hey, you got to play a playoff. I'm like, yeah. Dude, Jesus. I'm crushing a Tim Orange Chipotle wrap. I'm going home. <laughs> I, I'm not coming back to play. Oh, like, man, that was, that was so sad. Frustrating day. Sad but day. on to the question. You know what? I, yep. I missed it by a stroke each year or a couple strokes or a place by this. I've never been to Nationals. What's it about, man? And any good stories, like, fill us in. Let, man, I'm All jealous right, already, so, and I haven't heard the story yet. <laughs> so uh, I've been lucky enough to go a couple times. I went a couple times uh, to you? juniors and um, went one time to the men's amateur in Toronto. So the men's amateur in Toronto was probably – that was such a great week. I got uh, – I got carried around by my uncles, Danny Kluhart and Matt Procession for six days. Those guys took care of me. Beauties. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're great dudes. They were my uncles all week, my gay uncles. It was pretty good. But, uh, so, yeah, we were, we were all in the same hotel. We were all, unfortunately, all missed the cut. Um, not, you get I mean, buckled? Cut, it's, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we were all... Uh, pretty upset about it so we went and got I sorry call it the lobstick elimination drunk oh so we baby. were all pretty banged up went to a blue jays game went and toured around downtown toronto we had a good crew there we had you know justin wood jeremy ride Corey sealander mitch matichuk my god <laughs> i had to room with that guy holy sin guys at gym. A, oh boy that was a good time but uh, yeah, that was definitely one of the one of the highlights of my golfing career. I think just being able to hang out with that crew all week, um, ripping it up in downtown Toronto. We got to play like Toronto Golf Club is a sick track. That place was unreal. So that was probably uh, probably my nationals highlight. Obviously, not the best golf, but uh, 
yeah, that was that was definitely a good experience for sure. Going and hanging out with those guys and my first experience with the Canadian Am that was it was awesome. Man, that that uh, it makes me jealous. You know, I mean, I mean, obviously, I'm happy happy for all you guys. I mean, all of your players. It's I hope one day I get to go at least once. But um, you must have one good story though. I gotta have one good story from uh, nationals. Name dropping oh, is preferred. Name dropping is preferred. <laughs> eh? Well, we were. Uh, let's. See. So okay, yeah. So I guess uh, there was. Uh, I won't. You can probably figure it out who it is based <laughs> on the story, but. Um, so I was like I said, I roomed with Mitch Matichuk, and he. Uh, he was a big advocate for Tinder back in the day. I don't know if he's got a girlfriend now and if I'm throwing him under the bus, but that guy's right thumb must have been sore because he would, like, for just four days in a row, just swiping. Going to the oh, Bleeding geez. thumb, hey? Yeah. So we were leaving in the morning, and uh, so he goes, so this, and this, we were still out, we were out pretty late, and so he, we come back in the morning, and and he's sleeping, like, our rooms were both in the same room. I, I think I slept in Danny's room that night because we were leaving. And uh, Mitch gets up and he goes, and he wakes up or whatever. He's like, well, boys, got one more under the belt. And then he, he dropped the hashtag 50 in the six in reference of another one under his belt. So that was, so we just, we just kept calling him 50 in the six for the rest of the trip. It was, it was pretty funny. That's beauty. What a, what a gem that guy is. Yeah, he is something else. Great Talented guy. player, too. Talented player. Yeah, he is. Yeah. We will definitely have Mitch uh, on the pod at one point here. Um, you know what? Uh, last, you know what? Last thing I want to ask you is, uh, you know, I want to ask all these guys moving forward on the pod is, um, what's one thing you want to tell a junior, a uh, golfer, woman, or man? Um, you know what, what does it take to make it? And, and what's a grind like? And, and any advice that you could give uh, to a, a youngster that wants to make it? Absolutely. So I think the biggest thing for me was, you know, growing up, I played plenty of other sports. I played, you know, from hockey to basketball to football. I think, I think nowadays it's like kids are getting too, like, gung-ho just focusing on one sport. Um, I think, you know, play all the sports, play all the sports. And you don't have to say, Oh, I'm going to go be a college hockey player when you're 13 years old. You know, you don't have to say I'm playing golf when you're 12 years old. You can, you can make that decision, you know, really whenever you want. Well, not whenever you want, there comes a time when you kind of have to pick, but you know, don't, don't think that, you know, from the age of 12, you're going to be tied into playing one sport the rest of your life. Like I was, I was torn between hockey and golf and, you know, I wasn't, still aren't, still am not the biggest guy out there. And so obviously, I, I mean, I picked golf and it's not like it was really a hard choice. But I guess what I'm trying to say is don't think that you have to, you know, from a young age, be this like phenom and, you know, that your set goal in life is to be a collegiate golfer, a collegiate athlete or whatever. Just kind of, you know, enjoy it, have fun. Sure, work hard at it. and But don't tie yourself just to one sport or to one kind of life path when you're 12 years old, you know, you have for sure tons of time to figure that out. And 
So I think that's my advice. Don't don't tie yourself down too too soon. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. If you're good enough, you worked hard enough, they'll find you. You'll be all right. For sure, man. Well, hey, Swedes, this has been awesome, man. Coach, buddy, thanks for having me on. It was a pleasure. Appreciate it, bud. Take care, okay? Yeah. All right, you too. Good to talk to you. Cheers. There you have it. That's uh, the episode with Mark Sweeney. Um, great interview. Talks about his college and golf career. Um, great episode. Check it out. We're on Spotify. We're on Anchor. Check out the Twitter page. Follow us. Um, write in comments, questions, and who do you want to see next on the pod? Uh, take care out there, everybody, and we'll see you soon.